anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Hey guys, it's Matt Duncan, the producer of Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. We are not recording episode 99 this week, but we do have a very special bonus episode for you to listen to. We uh, Freddie was asked on to the Hoops Talk live show last week to do the show before the uh, San Antonio game for to talk about DeMar's return, the emotional return of DeMar DeRozan. So we have that for you, and Freddie brought with him you know, our favorite lawyer and former co-host Kevin Douse and our favorite plumber and Thomas Revis, and they have a good chat with Kelsey Wright. Please enjoy, and we will see you next week for episode 99. I didn't have enough hands. Wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. Okay. You guys, I'm actually really emotional about today, and I don't even know why. Like, Damar was here for nine years, which is, I guess, most of my adult life, and I'm assuming by looking at you guys, you as well. And I've had literally one run-in with him. I went to Ryerson, and I was walking down Lakeshore holding, like, a box of pizza, I had my hood up because it was snowing, and I literally ran into this, like, massive human being, dropped my pizza. I looked up, like, are you kidding me right now? And it was him, and he picked up my pizza, and it was so nice. And now I'm just like, he's home, and he's going to cry, and I'm just, are you guys emotional like me? No? A little? A lot of judging eyes out there. Let's bring out our guests now, because these are the guys that are going to make you laugh. They did Just for Laughs in Montreal. So first off, let's bring off Freddie. Freddie, he's the host of the Confederacy of Dunks podcast. We got his brother Thomas Revis. Thomas Revis. It's a family affair. And last but not least, of course, let's bring out Kevin. So, like I said, these dudes are really funny. So, if they don't laugh, they owe you something, I think. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, guys, so I was just telling them how emotional, like, honestly, I am right now, and I see that you're wearing some old-school Raptor stuff, too, which I love. Old-school, 94. You dig, everyone? You dig? <laughs> 94. Was I'm... DeMar born then? Yeah. yeah I'm going to say 80, what, 9, 88. No, we'll DeMar, I don't think DeMar was born in the 80s. He's, uh, he's 29. He's 29, so maybe like 1990, I would say. That's, that's my educated guess. All right. Obviously, and I am saying obviously because I really do mean this, he's going to cry tonight. Like, not maybe not like ugly cry, but like there will be a tear. I'm wondering, because you guys have been watching the Raptors and talking about the Raptors and, and basketball obsessed, is this cry going to come in his first bucket when the tribute video comes on? And I'm guessing that'll be first time out-ish or like kind of the standing ovation when he gets called on for the starting lineups? Standing off. I think... I think when people start applauding and going crazy for DeMar, he's going to look around and he's going to thank everyone and then he's going to slowly lose his composure and so am I. Especially like the longer it goes, right? Like at first it's kind of like, oh, this is really nice. And then like it builds up and builds up. It's going to be deafening. He's going to look around. He's going to see the super fan applauding. You know, he's going to see all the ushers. He's going to see basically the concession staff 
it's going to be overwhelming. Like, I think even if you're prepared for that type of emotional moment, it's still, it's, it's going to take over. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things where the energy of literally the entire building is going to be entirely focused on him. Like, it's only, it's only good things towards Damar. There are some people who maybe have some qualms about his playoff performance, but, like, not with the guy. And I think everyone is just going to be so happy and so thankful. He put us on the map. You know, he, he took a history of disappointment and then brought us to this, like, elite level where we're a team to watch. Uh, and, yeah, I think, I think it's going to happen as soon as the standing O hits. I think it's going to overwhelm him, and I think he's just steady cry throughout the whole game. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think, you know, we're, we're probably the standing, o, o, the standing O, like the Vegas line is probably for, like, eight, eight to ten minutes. I'm not sure. But I'm hoping that it's like after the game, he might say some words. Yeah, that would actually and be that, amazing. And that's yeah. when we might see some DeMar tears. Do you guys remember when Mo Pete came back to Toronto and he went out before the game and like kissed the logo? Oh, the I feel like that's not the DeMar. Like, yeah, I, I, I was actually, I was tempted to answer that. Like when, when you were saying like, when's he going to cry? I was thinking, you know, maybe he'll go for that logo kiss and start to cry. But I don't know if that's his style. Like, it's a little aggressive, right? Yeah, like, yeah. he's cooler than he's that He's pretty sure. subdued, like yeah. so... Yeah, when, when the tears come, I think, is going to be like a moment he can't control. All right, fair enough. Now, against Toronto in San Antonio, he went off. His first career triple-double. Now Lowry's playing, which will be a cool little matchup between them because yeah. he already said they're going to be drinking lemonade on a porch. Is that what he said this morning until they're old? <laughs> yeah, I love, that was very yeah. romantic. Was very I was sweet. like, thanks, Kyle. Like, you have a vision for you and Damar in the future. And, and like, specifically lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, that was not cool. Not Gatorade, not bio Very wholesome. Yeah, I nope. think, you know, you know how, he, how he was doing the handshake in the tunnel and he wasn't there? Today he's going to do it and he's going to turn around and Damar is going to be there and there's going to be, like, a little... <laughs> It's going to be a little moment right there, great. I'm hoping. I think Greg Popovich is going to be like, Damar, get out of there. Wrong tunnel, wrong tunnel. All right, guys, honestly, though, how do you think he's going to play tonight? Uh, I, I think it won't be what we saw in San Antonio. I think that emotion's probably spent a little bit. Um, but, I, I mean, he's, he's Damar, so he's pretty reliable for 25-ish, 30-ish. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had that comfortably, if he had his 10 trips to the line, maybe getting some booze at the free throw line, just like in good spirits, that kind of a thing. You know, not harmful booze. Yeah. I think I think he's gonna beast tonight, like like he always does. But once again, like rip his jersey open, rip oh that jersey. God, open. Yeah, I just Hulk out of the thing. Like, um, you can't do that. Uh, we we have a couple backups, but please don't do that. The referee is just like, uh, that's a T. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I can't see whose number it is because you tore it I in half. I loved when Embiid did that with his mask. People were like, we don't have a lot of backup masks, man. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just like, yeah, I think he'll, he'll probably have a fantastic game tonight, but we're, we're different again from what we were just weeks ago and from last time that we played them. So uh, I'm hoping to see us contain him a bit more. Yeah, I think, um, I think he's going to have a pretty effective game. I don't know if he's going to slant towards the triple-double version of DeMar that we've seen. Um, the Spurs are sharing the ball a lot, so I think that the, those assists are going to get spread out a bit more. Um, and I, I'd be surprised if, if Kawhi and Danny, you know, weren't up for this game a little bit as well. And, and, and yeah, Lowry. Especially so, after last one, they're going to they're gonna yeah, dial in. Like, I think they're going to, I think DeMar is going to do his thing and, and the crowd's going to be on his side. But I feel like we're going to be pretty focused in on him. So the weird thing was, remember when Kawhi went to San Antonio and the, the media was asking him, like, 
what's today like? And he's like, oh, it's, it's like any other game. <laughs> I like how Damar was like, no, like, it's not tonight. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I wish athletes honestly did that more. Like, like stop it. it. It's not like any other game, and you know it. Yeah. yeah. Every regular season game is not created equally, and it's a bit of a – yeah, it's a bit confusing, I feel like, when athletes try and sell – like, I, I get the kind of roboticism of trying to make sure you're bringing it every single night, but clearly some games are going to matter way more than others, and it's definitely refreshing to – hear DeMar say something like, you know, time is healed all, or time heals all. And also, yeah, of course this game matters. Yeah, and yeah. DeMar's so, like, outspoken specifically, like, with depression and, and everything he's done for that. Like, uh, him and, and Kawhi are just such opposites in how they approach it. So it's, it's interesting. But I love that DeMar. DeMar's so real about everything. So it means a lot. And we all know it means a lot, Kawhi. Yeah. Stop it, Kawhi. Uh, well, I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi has his own brand of, like, I'm super cool. You know, yeah. I let my game do the talking. I'm here to win. Like, all Which that you kind of do have to respect. Like, I... Oh, for absolutely. Sure. I Sorry, like I'm that. saying it with a snide voice. It's absolutely respectable, yes. Yeah. <laughs> his lip is like, Kawhi. Yeah. Just, just so much sass to Kawhi. No, I love it. Um, but I think, I think there's a, a certain amount of that that he... It, it comes off that he's always aloof, but I think there's a certain awareness that he has of kind of who he is and... Of a, of a household name, like, that's going to be part of it, is how cool he is. So I wouldn't be surprised if his attention's on that a little bit, too. Okay, so, Freddie, you touched on it a little bit when you're saying time heals all, and that was a quote from Damar last night. But, I mean, he came to Toronto as a teenager, and we saw him, you know, blossom into a man, a, a father, a leader, an all-star even. Yeah. And we saw how angry he was at Masai Ujiri, and I feel like time hasn't healed all with that. Oh, yeah. Like, Even yesterday, he's like, no, I'm over it, but, like, I don't want anything to do with him. But, like, he's still mad. Yeah, anytime someone says anything like, I'm over it, they're telling you, like, I'm definitely not Being over it. Being a female, and, and I've used this term quite often, I'm fine, I'm over it. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, not no, definitely it. not. And, and, like, I think, like, like you know, uh, just kind of going back to your earlier point, it's, it's refreshing to, to hear the truth, like, you know, when, when an athlete is still upset about something or, or, or they're not over it. And yeah, hearing him say that time has healed all or time heals all. It is true. Time will make things easier, but I can't see him being buddy, buddy with Masai. Yeah. You know? Their relationships. Done, they're right? not drinking like, lemonade on the porch. Anytime. Soon. No, no. Masai's not, like not welcome. Party, yeah. They're done, but it's going to be so real tonight for DeMar DeRozan. Cause I think he's just going to be, we're going to just shower him with love like we've never seen a, a, a Toronto sports star maybe get. I think it will be bigger. Like, I know it took 10 years in order for Toronto to kind of embrace Vince Carter back and cheer for him. But I think it's even going to be more than that because oh, like, yeah, he I didn't want to leave. Like, yeah. every other superstar that Toronto's had has wanted to leave. Totally. He's, a, he's the first person, I mean, that, that uh, of relevance that said, you know, I got us. I, I mean, am Toronto. I am Toronto. I am you know, Toronto. He, he really, really embraced the city, and I think the city appreciated that. The country appreciated that. And to see a player get better every year and, you know, uh, obviously struggle in the playoffs, but to see him get better every year and, and want to stay and still get traded was it's tough. Yeah, you had mentioned that incredible story of falling in front of him with your pizza, He picked right? up my pizza. And I just, like, just it 
jog my memory. It's not like it's ever far from my memory, but I got to serve DeMar DeRozan at Medieval Times Dinner and Tournament. And like, let me tell you, I could just this guy. I, yeah, this guy. He's gets like, it. I love medieval times. I love. Yeah, it was a it was, what a job. My gosh, go apply if you, if you if you're unemployed. Were you dressed like a knight? Uh, no, I was. Oh, he just, was more of a. He I was, was more of a wench. I was more of a. Pota- he, didn't, he didn't make the knight cut. No, no, I didn't make the knight cut. I was a potato sack that served you uh, roasted chicken. But on one of those nights, I got to also lift my head up to just the kindest fellow who's DeMar DeRozan. And Amir Johnson, shout out. And Amir Johnson. That was when, uh, yeah, Amir Johnson was here. And he was awesome for everything that he did for all, all sorts of kids across the GTA. And, you know, that's a big part of why DeMar will be missed, too, is just like they were he was so in the community. He was at Medieval Times. That's how in the community he was. He bought a house in Mississauga. He's like, those are roots. Why? Roots. Why? That's just more, more bang. I'm kidding. I'm from Brampton. I can't say anything. <laughs> I was going to throw some shade at Mississauga too, but for, uh, just because I'm from Ajax. I got a lot of love for Mississauga. I swear. What a That's... suck up. Um, who's winning tonight? Straight up. Like, th- take, it, take it into account. The Spurs in San Antonio won by almost 20 points. Kyle wasn't playing. It's a brand new team now with a whole bunch of trades. Who's winning? I hate that I'm saying this, but I think the Spurs are going to win the game. The only okay, here, the only reason I'm going to no say, one's going to boo him. Yeah, yeah, please no. Here's the deal: the Raptors are better than the Spurs, but my 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 I think like super subplot of this game is I feel like Popovich really enjoyed schooling Nurse, and I think he's going to do it again. I I disagree, brother. Okay. Um. I just think, yeah, things are rolling. Supposedly, word was we had a great practice yesterday, and I just, Linz had more time, even if it was just a few more days to work in just basic plays. Uh, I'm thinking we're going to get rolling tonight. It's not like it was last time. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I think think you're wrong, so you'll probably get your wish. Uh, no, I think uh, I think it's going to be real tight. I think uh, I think the Raps might actually do their thing where they jump out to a big lead and then let it slip away a little bit, and then it's uh, it's you know real close down. You see, yeah, he likes it. Um, the Spurs outscored the Raptors in that game almost twenty points in the first quarter. And yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think if anything, we're coming out with that first quarter tonight. But then we won those three quarters after that, right? It was a bad, bad first quarter, but we did kind that of. That wasn't a. That was but atrocious. Our, Aren't you a bit afraid of these emotional games? I feel like the emotional games are tough for the Raptors this year. Milwaukee, Boston. It's the biggest emotion for DeMar, though. So will that motivate him or will... Okay, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so all of us are on um, Monkey Knife Fight. Yes. You guys can be, too. It's a website where you can sign up for free. It's bringing you this panel right now. And what it is is really quick and fun prop bets so it's you know for example there's an over under there's damar and leonard who do you think is going to score more who do you guys think on that one i went with leonard you went with leonard yeah Yeah. i went for leonard i picked Kawhi too so no one's going for damar it's Uh, just because it's Kawhi, man i think ideally Kawhi's pretty great see what i want here is i went with where's points i went um oh over under for assists and okay 
I was talking about the other one. So you can pick over under here. I was talking about this one. They were going head to head with points. My head's in front of it. And I was thinking, my thinking was that DeMar was going to have a career night tonight. Imagine, just imagine wow. he had 53 points. Oh my God. But then the Raptors won. And then it's like kind of a win-win. We're like, yay, DeMar. And then we're like, yay, Raptors. That would be straight up magical. Yeah, that would be, that would be fairy tale. I would love that. So... Monkey knife fights, free on your, on your phone. Thank you, some of you are taking your phone out already. These are super fun, and you can win money, and then it pays for your pizza and your beers. Win-win. 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 Exactly. Let's talk, let's rewind though, okay? So let's sure. rewind. And just so everyone out there, if you guys have questions throughout here, like these guys want to answer it, so just throw your hand up. If I don't see you, just yell at me. My name's Kelsey. Thank you. Um, okay, let's rewind though. Trades. Trades. Are you guys happy, sad, or was it like a lateral move? Let's start with Gasol. Um, yeah, so I think the Gasol move is could really go a couple different ways. Uh, yes, he's 34, but he is a Gasol. They age differently, I think, than a lot of other... That's science. That's yeah, science. Yeah, That's no, obviously science. not, but no, I think that... Um, you know, he's past his prime, but I feel like what he's going to bring to the Raptors is a, is a pretty intense IQ, uh, uh, like a very positive spirit. Not that JV wasn't a positive spirit, but I feel like what we did was consolidate our assets. So overall, I'm, I'm for the trade, but... but then we yeah. also lost a point guard, and then Fred VanVleet got injured. Yeah, yeah the Jeremy Fred Lynn. thing... That, that timing was a bit rough. I'm excited for Lynn, but Fred is, you know, he's a vital part of this team, so that's, that's hard. Um, I think overall, I don't know if happy is the word, because I love and will miss JV and, and DeLon and CJ less so, unfortunately. But, uh, um, CJ's PJs. CJ's PJs. Yeah, slander on What's CJ. I listen, CJ as a guy, just like one of my faves. Love him on the court, love the thread, he's spaced on the floor, but take the GoDaddy curse and, you know... Just bring it, bring it to Memphis. Don't bring up the Go Daddy curse. You're right. I'm. It's yeah. actually true though. It's yeah. or like, scary. Or like when Delon the week before had that yeah. big suit and the, the Snickers the thing, Snickers. and then it was like I saw a really good tweet actually. It had that picture. You guys know the picture that I'm talking about, where he's in like the massive suit for the yeah. Snickers. Yeah. And someone, I think from SportsCenter, someone tweeted out, "Hey, Delon, are you gonna leave that suit for Gasol?" And I actually like laughed. Huh. That's actually pretty. That's awesome. right. Like That's that. pretty huge. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, just to echo what you were saying, I think Gasol gives us another dimension of smarts on the court. I think I think his passing is gonna open up more things in our offense and hopefully be contagious. It's always it's always kind of catching when you have someone who's a really eager passer, and I think that's been a little bit missing this year. We have like Lowry obviously has taken a step up, but Kawhi doesn't quite have that as like a prominent part of his game, and so maybe having a vet. A big man, but a like bet. a five is the five the person that you're looking for, or do you go for like a uh, a better backup point guard? I think they they took. I think they were trying to go for Miritic, right? But they took what was like best available. Who was for the, the Raptors? The Raptors. They were also flirting with getting rid of Kyle Lowry. Yeah, there was the whole Conley uh, yeah. Gasol thing. I would have liked that trade less. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. For Just because sure. then, can't, yeah, that, like all, the contracts going forward would be pretty tough. Yeah. There's also a part of the, of the trade of JV where um, I think he had a player option after this season and maybe would have been getting paid more than we could have afforded. But doesn't that sound a little familiar to Kawhi well, after this season? Yeah, there's a lot of... Okay, like the, the, I think the thing that's like holding me through through all this 
like influx of new players. Like I, I really enjoyed having a consistent team year year in and year out. And like, losing every year. And, and yeah. losing in the playoffs. No, but I, I felt like there was momentum, even though we kind of kept hitting a wall. And no, 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 you're right, because LeBron is gone. Yeah, like LeBron left. And, um, but I think that with there's some chemistry issues with the kind of constant, like, revolving door of, revolving door of players this year. But Siakam, I'm wearing the Siakam tee, but uh, I is think Is there, like, he, a pepper on it or something? What's that? Why is it yeah, a Siakam tea? Spicy pepper. Oh, okay. there's a little. It says it on oh, the back. I I oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I see the back. I, thought, I know. As soon as I said Siakam tea, I looked down and just saw a basketball, and I was like, "Fair enough." I mean, he does play basketball. Yes, he yeah, is a basketball player. But I feel like he's our through line. For like, to me, he's the reason that this team isn't really all in. Like, I really believe that he's going to be an All Star. Um, I don't know if he's all NBA level guy, but. I think that Siakam's going to have many, many good years. I think he has the potential to be. Like, he only started playing basketball, like, what, less than 10 years ago? Yeah. And he's already it, gotten to the level. Where, like, I don't see a ceiling right now. Me either. I'm not crazy. an NBA scout, but I don't see a ceiling. He, like, he's surpassed his, his, uh, his best scoring eight times this year. 44 he's, points? Yeah. Just, it was insane. Like, yeah. squeeze me? Going forward, no matter what happens, if the, oh, I don't even want to say it. I try not to say it ever out loud, but if Kawhi does leave. Knock uh, on your tables. I think they're made of Knock on, knock knock on, on some wood so Kawhi doesn't leave. But Siakam, oh my, oh my gosh, am I ever excited about him. He's, he's our future. He's everything. Okay, but well let me pose this question to all three of you then. Let's just say in the nightmare that is Toronto basketball, Kawhi yeah. leaves <laughs> next season. In order to bring another superstar name in, do you trade Siakam, knowing that maybe you know you have Chris Boucher coming up, or do you build a team around a young guy like Siakam? I I, I think you build around Siakam just because he so has so many Giannis uh, like characteristics of how the game's moving with uh, just bigger players handling the ball and going end to end. I think, you know, I think the league's in a way moving a little bit towards that, even though there's so much shooting. I think Siakam could. Yeah, I think, I think um, first of all, even just this offseason, you know, in, in, uh, in September, I was talking with someone like, man, imagine if Siakam learns to score and, like, even gets, like, 10 if or 12 shoot, points if he a learns, game. If he, like, begins to shoot threes at a consistent level. Oh, man, yeah. Or, or if he can just, like, like, uh, like if he develops a pull-up, like, in any way, if he just develops a pull-up, like, a jumper, he's going to yeah. be, yeah, I, I, that's just yeah. going to be another part of his Swiss Army knife. And I, I think you need to bank on that a little bit. Um, you know, if, especially if you're thinking rebuild. You, I don't know if you, if you completely gut to swing for the fences for a superstar player because, first of all, Siakam's already made such a leap. Second of all, there's a gigantic free agency coming in, like, 2020, 2021. Um, Masai has a good relationship with Giannis, so, I mean, you never Uh-oh. know. That could be a but thing. But then who do you trade? No, I'm saying you sign him, sign him as a free agent. Yeah, that, okay, so for me, nightmare scenario, like, full nightmare scenario, Kawhi leaves. Uh, Gasol, it haunts Freddie's dreams at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kawhi leaves. Uh, Ibaka, Lowry, and Gasol all opt in. Danny leaves. Wait, what did the nightmare be that they opt out? Well, I think or that, that they're overpaid like, old guys. I, I, I think contractually that puts us in a situation where we're not going to be able to bring in someone else who's not already on the team. 
So let's say we want to pivot, Kawhi leaves, and okay, let's go after Chris Middleton. I think if, if the, that scenario happens, then we're in, in a situation where we can't really go after a guy like Middleton. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of tricky. I, 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 I lean towards Thomas. Um, I'm not just because we're brothers, but like... Uh, I, uh, I, I, admit I, it, Freddie. Just admit it. Okay, yeah. fair, fair enough. No, but I, I think building around Siakam is a decent idea going forward because for me, you know, if you can't get a star uh, and the other option's tanking, I don't want to compete against Cleveland and Atlanta and all these teams that have, are, have so successfully bottomed out. I think it would take the Raptors years. You think to... Cleveland's bottomed out? They've won like five games this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Tristan Thompson says they're the class of the East, so fair enough. Yeah, Tristan Thompson having a great uh, year. Uh, right? having a real Tristan Thompson's having a, Thompson's having a great week. Yeah, he exactly. is, yeah. Week by week. Remember what he said at the start of the year, though, where he's like, it's Cleveland's to win. Cleveland's yeah. to win this conference. Honestly, like I said, I'm from Brampton, so I feel like I have to just close my mouth when we talk about Chris and Thompson. So. <laughs> He's had a great career. Brampton, <laughs> Brampton took the L on, on Tristan. Big time. I don't know. Tristan's pretty good. It's pretty, like, I mean, yeah. Uh, like, I'm, good to Chloe, or like... I don't know if he's a yeah, I mean, just as far as a basketball career... He, I, for a Canadian player, he's had a pretty solid career. But, yeah, yeah, the, all the other off-court stuff, I mean, less that. Yeah, yeah, less of that, for sure. Less of that. He's a loser. Whoa. Here, Tristan. Whoa. I'm sorry, Tristan, if yeah, you're yeah, here. Yeah. You, you never know Kill where he is. Guy. Imagine he walks in. <laughs> I'd sell you out so quick. You would. You're my brother. I know right you'd here. sell me out Come to Tristan Thompson. I'm like, Tristan, I'm so proud of you. My brother, no worries, man. He's right Medieval here. times. He's so right sorry. Here. That's the guy. All right, so we talked <laughs> We talked about Siakam having 44 points uh, before, or against Washington before the All-Star break. OG and Anobi also had a career high in 22. But now that the chemistry, like, is shifted a little bit, like, how long does it take to get that chemistry back, do you guys think? Like, it's a, it's a new team. Yeah. It's a new starting lineup. It's a new even, like, six, seven, eight player. Yeah, no, I think it's a great question. And I think... Um... Nurse seems like he's had a, a mandate to experiment all year, but you know, with all these trades and injuries, I think we're looking at these last 23 games as not necessarily like, oh, you should platoon the lineups like Dwayne Casey or something, but I think, yeah, chemistry is vital. Hopefully nobody gets injured, um, and hopefully there's not too many rest games, but uh, yeah, if we're going to make Gasol work, we're going to make Lynn work, uh, we got to see them you know, in, 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 all, in closing lineups and I think it's going to be, it's going to be tricky to pull off, but uh, I'm confident that we can. There's a lot of talent on this team. We're very talented roster, so I, I don't know. It's like everyone asks this question when the league, when when the season started about how is everything going to go with Kawhi getting here, and it's like it's been relatively seamless. I know that we're kind of operating as two different teams sometimes, but like it's all credit to the coaching staff because I also feel like Mark Gasol. There's been the odd play here and there, and you can tell that they're not completely familiar. Yeah, but he's like, only three games. Uh, yeah. Only three games. But our coaching staff is doing something right where it's like Kawhi integrated per- pretty well and, you know, we can see that in, in our record and and I feel the same with, with all of our new additions. Yeah, totally. I think a, a crazy stat I saw is that we've only played one game with our full health, healthy roster this whole season. Uh, like someone, someone has been out at some stage through the entire year, whether it was Norm, JV obviously factored into a lot of that because he was out for so long. Um, and to have the record that we have with that sort of 
constant disruption is actually pretty insane. So I, I feel like I feel like we have the foundation in place to have things click in a hurry. And uh, and I think you saw that like you know when we traded for Patterson, uh, you know the Rudy Gay trade when we, when we traded away Rudy Gay and got got everyone in from Sacramento. It switched almost overnight. It, like that chemistry just happened. Um, so I think I think that can happen even with a lack of preparation too, um, depending on personalities and how people mesh together. Yeah, it's really I feel like Kyle and Kawhi. That's the ma- that's the major two yeah. kind of chemistry pieces that everything's going to go through them and they need to coexist perfectly. And I honestly think if if Kyle's hitting threes at a good clip, then that's yeah. everything. Okay, let me pose this last question to you. Um, and for those of you who are just coming in, again, like raise your hand if you have a question. These guys are happy to answer it. Uh, do you have one? Get your butt up here. What's your question? I love that he dropped the pool cue. Yeah. He's, he's committed to this question right yeah, now. He dropped the pool cue. Hi, my name is uh, Matthew. I'm from Australia. Um, what's basketball? Um, okay, so um, it's hey, like Australian rules football. Basketball. Um, yeah, it's it's mostly like Australian rules football. Um, there's more tackling, um, and uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think we have another the, comedian here. Everyone. I think they're the champions of the Australian rules footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're the best at that, actually. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, these are yeah, the Raptors huh? players. Yeah, these are Raptors players. Yeah. We're instantly the tallest Thank Raptor you. players. I know. Actually. Uh, no. All right, I'm going to pose my last question. Thank you for your question. Thanks, Have fun man. playing pool. Okay, who thinks they can top that? I'm sure there's one person here who's like, you know what? Are you going to ask what a chair that. is? No one? It's okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So here's my last question before we sure. get the get the game going. Here's my thing. We talked about the trades. Gasol, I'm not like 100% sold on and only because I don't know what if Gasol is going to come off the bench, if he's going to be happy with that. And if we traded like these three players to have a bench player, who like is Pascal going to come off the bench? Are they going to put Serge back into the four where he like wasn't overly successful last yeah. year? Are they going to put all three of them on? Like, how, how? Honestly, like, how do you see this going? I don't mind Jeremy Lin coming off the bench because that wasn't like a crazy acquisition. But like, moving forward, moving into the playoffs, and hopefully deep into the playoffs, like, what on earth is Nick Nurse going to do? Yeah, uh, I guess like, uh, like, what is Nurse going to do? I- I'm not exactly sure. I hope you know, in the lead up to the playoffs, we see some minutes with Gasol starting, just because I, you know, I know that. Surge. The argument is Surge is uh, is maximized with Lowry, but I f- I feel like you can find him Lowry minutes elsewhere in the game, and I think I, I personally want to see Kawhi and Gasol play some minutes together just so we have some idea of how they're going to coexist. So Surge to- is going to go be okay going I, back. I would do. S- yeah, I, I I would bring Surge to the bench. Um, I don't I don't think you can bring Siakam to the bench at this point because our, our lineup would be a little bit too old and he's like his own one man fast break. So I and I think he also just you don't even need to run a play for Siakam, he kinda just creates his own points. So I I feel like Yeah, remember when they just gave him the ball at the end of the game and I just felt like when they gave him everyone every like team scouting was like, Oh shit, like yeah. now we have to <laughs> Yeah. So what do we do? It was amazing. Yeah, like this guy's gonna do a bag of his own tricks. Yes. He's so like tricky and long too just getting those layups like where you wouldn't be able to 
Um, no, I wouldn't actually be surprised if it ended up being basically similar to what they were doing with JV and maybe what that plan was going to be for the season where you sort of, depending on the matchup, that's that might be who starts or who plays the most minutes. I could see that being a happy solution. I think Gasol and Serge are friends from playing on Team Spain together. I think that that'll make it easier to swallow for whoever ends up being the bench guy. Um, but I think... I, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up just splitting time fairly equally. Um, but I agree with Freddie. I'd really like to see Gasol, maybe if not all the time, but in the starting line to see what he's like. With so the we're line. putting Serge on the bench to start. Yeah, I'm going to just go against stream and say keep Gasol on that bench because then that bench squad is just. And I know it's, it's. I'm pretty sure they go by a mob. But it's it's like a mob. You could call it a bench mob. Yes. Oh, oh my, clever! Sorry. Oh, just had a realization there. Uh, that I think that could really work. I, we just have such a, we have such a luxury with so many great players, but I don't know. I don't know. That's the million dollar question, right? I said keep them on the bench. If not, get back to me. Start six of them. Start six of them. Yeah, here we go. Who says we can? We are the six, so we should be able to start six. It only players. makes sense. It only makes sense. Yeah. Right. All right. Now to the lovely Australian gentleman. These Raptors have to get ready to go play. Right, right, so go, yes. go suit up, gotta guys. Go stretch. We gotta Give make our up. way to the ACC. Yeah. Freddie, Thomas, Kevin, thank you guys for coming. Give thank them a you. hand. Thanks so much, everyone. All Thanks, right. Kelsey. Go, Raps, go.